want to welcome you back and introduce you to season two of What's Their Face. As you can probably hear, things have changed a bit since we last spoke. My name is Scott, I go by they, she pronouns, and I am the host of What's Their Face, formerly known as Carly, the co-host of What's Her Face. With the newest season, we wanted the podcast to reflect the changes in our lives, and that means opening up to interviewing a broader group of individuals using this platform to investigate parts of our lives and others that interest us. We also want to introduce you to members of our Midwestern community that continually inspire and influence the ever-changing landscape of our city and this part of the world. Um, Yeah, as you can probably sense, it's like, okay, why are things changing up? For our newer listeners, I can explain, um, you know, the origin story of What's Their Face by starting by explaining What's Your Face. You know, we've had a few episodes out so far since starting, I believe, in May of 2020, you know, right in the middle if not the beginning of the pandemic, I don't even know what you would really categorize as the middle of the pandemic. I think some people would even argue it's now. But at that time, you know, we were really going through it. Um, I had just gotten back from a trip to Nicaragua. I was photographing, you know, acrobats in a jungle in Costa Rica and traveling around to different cities. It was a stark change and difference to what we are doing now here in Omaha. You know, Leslie and I, had just moved in together um, the January before that. And I think I lived in her space for maybe a few weeks before taking off on this trip. And so once I returned, everything had shut down maybe two or three days. I don't even know anymore after, after my plane had landed. And so we were really just for the first time exploring the, like the real depth of what it was like to not only be really close um, friends, but also roommates, which is like a whole other experience on top of being in lockdown. And, you know, of course, at this time, I was a photographer and uh, you kind of need to be in front of people to be a photographer. So I quickly got onto unemployment, <laughs> which not exactly something I was ever anticipating to have happened, but it did. Also at this time, Leslie was going into work every day. She was in a position that still required her to go to work. So not only were we really exploring like the depths of our friendship, but we were also experiencing the pandemic in two very separate ways um, while also still trying to remain connected. And uh, it was it was getting a little bit tricky to navigate. I think we would both like openly admit that if you were to ask us how how was it like living with Leslie or how was it like living with Scott? Um, but there was a very specific day that stands out to me. Um, I believe this was late April. Leslie came home and essentially like stepped out from the kitchen and the back entrance in which she would come home. And uh, it was just like, what if we just like started recording our Zoom conversations? And at that point, um, we were essentially just really only connecting with people over Zoom and social media and having really wonderful conversations with, you know, close friends, but also acquaintances we had just made. And I think we were both a little too afraid of losing had we not, you know, kept in contact. So although Zoom was like a very unnatural landscape for us, I could tell that Leslie was like super into this idea of becoming a podcast host. I mean, if again, if you've listened to early episodes, you can just sense that fire in Leslie. Um, it got me excited and it got me here. Um Again, at that point, you know, photography wasn't really a thing, so I had nothing but time and energy to give to this new project. And I had really only ever known my artistic identity through 
you know, the visual space, you know, creating photos and doing all of that. I never really explored any other option or medium. So podcasting seemed like a really nice opportunity to not only, you know, sit in front of our friends and other women that we admired, but it also seemed like a fun opportunity to sort of explore like social media in a new way. And I don't know. I just, I really love listening to podcasts. They bring me a great deal of comfort. So the thought of being able to do that for someone else was really enticing, I guess. Maybe a week after that, because I had so much time on my hands, uh, just being home alone and like twiddling my thumbs, essentially, um, we met our podcast producer and, um, you know, network owner, Joshua LeBure. And uh, we also, you know, sort of shared that like extreme like fire and passion for projects. I think all three of us jumped into this like very quickly, which was wonderful. It's always like really nice to have an idea that you're a little nervous to share because it is so new to you and then go to, um, you know, someone that you see as an expert and like immediately want to attach themselves to a project where you're like, okay, well, this is going to be really vulnerable and this might be weird and we have no idea what we're doing. And one of us likes to put out scripts and the other one likes to do improv. So we're very rarely on the same page, but we both have the same passion. So like, is that even a good pitch? I don't know, but I think it worked, which was great. And we... I think got off on a really solid foot, interviewed some incredible women. And that was always our focus is, you know, exploring the, you know, private and public personas of the women that we admired. And that worked for us in that space. But then slowly, I think we both realized that podcasting is a huge responsibility. And as the pandemic went on and our social lives even just started to shift, we would meet and get excited. And and then the fire would kind of, you know, dim down and... After August, we kept just trying to meet and figure out what the next steps of What's Her Face would look like. And we would get really excited at these meetings and plan. I have pages and pages and pages in moleskin notebooks um, around my house, just full of all these ideas, some of which we'll use still in What's Their Face. But it became like really clear that we needed to kind of separate a bit. And so that leads us to now, where Leslie has decided to step into a different role and has given us like her full blessing to move forward in this project. And with that blessing comes, I guess, a little bit more of creative freedom now that I'm feeling more emboldened in this podcasting space. And now that I'm not necessarily so afraid of my voice or what I'm sharing. And so, yeah, this is, this is what's their face. Um, we're going to start focusing a little bit more on, um, you know, interviewing um, women, femmes, non-binary individuals, um, some of the men in my life as well. Um, I'd like to think that I keep pretty good company. So I want to make sure that we expand off that. Um, Producer Josh here. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I just want to say that uh, I've been behind the scenes, uh, you know, making sure the dials are at the correct level and making sure there's not too much feedback and weird stuff happening and editing the episodes and all that stuff. And, you know, it's been a shame that this podcast hasn't happened in a while. And I know we've had some starts and stops and most projects go through that. Um, but I will say that I'm very excited that it's back and I'm excited that we're doing this. And even though Leslie isn't here, which is also a shame, but totally understandable because we go through seasons in life and sometimes things are good for you and sometimes they're not. 
and I still feel very excited about this specific project. But I did want to ask you a question mm-hmm. because we were sitting at Night Owl and I pitched, you were mentioning that you wanted to do the podcast again. And I was like, wait, was it Night Owl? Yeah, it was Night okay, Owl. Okay, it was at Night Owl. Yeah. And then I remember just being like, I have an idea for a name change. It might be too obvious. You've probably already <laughs> thought of it. But what about what's their face? I flipped shit. Like I didn't even think at that, like that that would be a possibility. Yeah. And I wanted to ask you, like when I brought that up, like why did you immediately jump on board and, and what do you think that could bring to the, the changing landscape of the podcast going forward? I mean, that's a really fair question. Um, you know, as I introduce myself at the beginning of this podcast, I now go by Scott. Um, it is my, you know, legally given name, technically my middle name, but you know, still a piece of me. And I have decided to start going by like more gender neutral pro like pronouns. Um, and like sort of embracing this like non-binary side, I've been again, very afraid to face. And the pandemic has done a very nice job of, you know, sitting me down and making sure that I don't avoid that anymore. So I always kind of struggled. Like, I don't know, interviewing women under what's her face was really empowering but the less I I identified as a full, you know, just just going by like she, her pronouns, the more I realized that I personally wasn't feeling quite as fulfilled by not exploring, you know, other stories that were out there. Um, so when you said, what's their face? It just like immediately clicked in my mind. This is how I, I will be able to put a stamp on this podcast by still, you know, recognizing how it began and... Um, you know, thanking Leslie for all of the work that she has done and will continue to do, hopefully, if she ever decides to step back into this space. But it just, what's their face? Just sort of seemed like this all-encompassing position to take. And yeah, it was just too good of an opportunity to pass up. We've had some really great interviews with a lot of different people, with amazing women from around Omaha. Moving forward, what are you excited about the opportunity that What's Their Face opens up? What what gets you excited right now? What's getting me really excited right now is, you know, obviously I'm starting to get in front of more people and I've also started to um, place myself in more like mutual aid organizations around town. And I've been doing a lot of organizing um, thanks to my partner, Taylor. Um, and just being in those spaces with so many people who identify just primarily as non-binary is not only super inspiring, but it ju- it's just incredibly motivating to step outside of that like femme box I have placed myself in and, you know, actually start to begin and explore what's around me again. This time without a camera, which is a little vulnerable, but um, yeah, I hope that answers that. What do you think worried you about the voice versus the camera? Oh, gosh. Or being behind the camera, I guess. (laughs) I've always been really trepidatious about putting myself and my opinions, especially I wasn't like, like trained in like journalism, you know, it's like, I understand the ethics of that, and not really putting your own biases, but it's hard to avoid putting your own biases on things, even if you know, you're just photographing someone, I, I guess I was just purely scared of the fact that I would say something, and then I'd be labeled as that exact thing for the rest of my life. And that's just not how things work. Thanks to my lovely therapist uh, uh, explaining that to me over and over every session. Also, I just grew up always being told that like my voice was annoying. And especially as, you know, a person with a little bit of a deeper register, especially for the way that I look, um, 
Yeah, I just I guess I just wanted to avoid putting my stamp on any project and letting it speak and, you know, not letting the work speak for itself. That's really funny because as soon as I heard your voice, I was like, oh, yeah, like you should have a podcast. <laughs> of course you should. <laughs> well, thank God. Yeah. <laughs> um, but just so like, I don't think many people here know my background much, but my background is mostly as a filmmaker and an entrepreneur. I used to own like a vegan grocery store and all that stuff. So I think... Th- it was horrifying the first time I did a podcast and you know, now I'm on the radio and I host multiple podcasts and I produce podcasts and I just talk all the time. But at first it's like, it's such a strange thing to know that people are listening to what you say. And I used to have this problem. I used to have this anxiety about, you know, after I would hang out with somebody and you like hone in on one thing that you said and you're like, Oh my God, I hope they didn't hear and so when I first had my podcast, it was a cycling podcast. It was about fixed gear bikes. It wasn't about anything like particularly important. It was just about how much we love bicycles. And I would just think like, you know, even after I edited it and, you know, everything. Do, do you feel that? Constantly. I mean, even just going back to the first time that we came over to record, that feeling was wild. I felt like such a strange rush of adrenaline that I typically don't feel without photographing things. So I was like, okay, you're on the right track because this feeling is familiar to you. And then you put the headphones on my head and I was like, oh, what? excuse me, this is what I sound like. This is like truly unfiltered what I sound like. Well, that's terrifying. But it's funny because in that moment it was so terrifying, but now it, again, it, it emboldens me. Like hearing my own voice now brings me a very strange comfort that I did not know could exist. And I don't know if that's confidence. I don't know if that's just like, the mild experience that I have from doing this for almost a year. It's, it's something though that I can't ignore. And um, I just find it so funny that this used to be like this little space of fear. And now I'm just like, okay, well let's just jump into it. I guess I sound like a weird co-host. I don't know. What, what made you want (laughs) to, what made you want to keep the podcast going even after this time and, and the, the changes? I mean, since the conception of it, it just seemed natural. Um, Leslie pitched it in such a simple way that I was like, oh yeah, we can run with this forever. This can, you know, mold and shape into truly, I think, whatever we really want. I mean, as we're showing right now with what's their face, but more than anything, um, it was the reception from friends and community members, but also just like complete strangers where I was like, okay, this is, this could be like a really solid opportunity to actually get more coverage on the things that I truly care about and the the things that the people I care about deeply love and work on constantly. And damn it, I just need something other to do than photography. Like it just doesn't fulfill me the way that it used to now that podcasting is in my life. And so there's, there was just no way that I could step away from this format. It was just too good. We set it up in a way that just made me feel really comfortable. What are we going to explore this season? Yeah, let's talk about formatting. I think this season specifically, I have, I have a few guests in mind um, that I really want to focus on. I want to talk more um, to people in mutual aid groups because that is something that is currently um, you know, a space that I'm very passionate about. I want to talk more to people who don't have a social media presence. I think that would be something very interesting to explore. Um, I also just want to have more conversations, like just 
casual conversations, really bring it back to the roots of our Zoom conversations and focus more on just bringing sort of like the personal life that I experience every day out into this space. Um, I think that would be really important for me to treat this almost not necessarily as a diary, but at least selfishly to be able to go back and go, okay, that's that's the headspace that I was in. I would like that very much. Well, Scott, it was so nice having you here at my house to record again. It feels like the olden days as though that wasn't just 11 months ago. But yes, thank you so, so much. This is technically the first episode of What's Their Face, a podcast brought to you um, thanks to our producer, Joshua LeBure and Leslie Swenson. We are a figure podcast. You can listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, honestly, anywhere that you can find a podcast, you can find us. Please consider leaving a nice rating if you so choose and a review just to let us know, you know, what you think. And we'll be back soon. This is a production of Figure Podcasts. For more information, visit figurepodcasts.com.